Hello, and welcome to the Intuitive Rising Podcast. I am so glad you're here. I'm your host, Amy Brooks, and up until about five years ago, I was just your average mom of three. It was after the sudden loss of my father that my life changed forever, and the rising within me began. In this podcast, we will talk all things spiritual and healing through a very grounded and relatable approach. I hope you'll join me remembering who you always were as we rise together. Hi everyone, welcome back to another episode of the Intuitive Rising podcast. So glad you're here with me today. I'm coming on today to talk a little bit about an experience I had yesterday. So I know in the last episode I did say that I would talk about soulmates potentially in the next episode, which is this one. But I think I'm going to leave that topic for another day. The whole purpose of this podcast was for me to really embody and embrace the need for freedom, the need for spontaneity, and to you know express myself when ex- inspired. So some of you might be familiar with like human design and the, the concept and the study of human design. If you're not totally aware of that, It's something we'll talk about in the future for sure. But with my human design as an emotional generator, I have an open throat center, which means that, you know, my throat center is open. It's susceptible to conditioning, right? Because it's not that like steady energy, um, consistent energy. So I can be consistent sorry, not consistent, I can be conditioned with, you know, expressing myself and things like that. Um, And like what force, like feeling forced to express myself at different times. Anyways, I'm not going to get too into it. But I just I just did want to touch on the fact that, you know, what learning about my one of the things about learning about my open throat center was that sometimes I can feel pressured into expressing myself when I don't really want to, or when I don't have clarity about what I want to say, or maybe I just, you know, I don't feel like I want to. And so I am learning to speak when I am inspired. That's a part of this podcast as well, right? Is I'm going to post spontaneously when I feel inspired about what I want to talk about, about what's been coming through, about questions you have, but I want it to be very inspired. So I don't want to be married to anything here. Um, so that's why we're going to talk about soulmates soonish. <laughs> but today we're going to talk about my experience yesterday. So yesterday, I woke up in the morning, um, going about my business. I hadn't looked in the mirror yet. And all of a sudden, I kind of like felt something in my nose, like high up in my nose here. Um, Some of you might be familiar, like if you follow me on social media and, you know, have got to know me, that for my birthday this year, which is just two weeks ago, I decided to get my nose re-pierced. So it was something I had done in my early to mid-20s, and I always wanted uh, to get it done again. So I went and got it done. I got a little tiny um, 14 karat gold crescent moon um which is you know so fitting my my logo right um but that's not why I chose it I just really I really like it I really was drawn to it 
just happened to be perfectly aligned with my logo as well. <laughs> uh, anyhow, so I wake up and I'm like, what is in my nose? So, and it's like really high in my nose. So anyhow, what it was was the backing of this piercing. I'm like, oh my God. And then I realized that my nose ring had fallen out my nose stud, sorry, had fallen out overnight. And so I was like, oh my God, oh my God. Um, my husband was still sleeping at this time. So I kind of just looked a little bit um, haphazardly with like the light on my phone. Didn't see it. Came downstairs, made my coffee, got my kids lunches made for school, made them breakfast. And then as I settled in with my coffee, I kind of put a call out to the community, the Intuitive Rising community, as well as on my Instagram stories. And I was like, hey guys, my nose stud fell out overnight. Where do we think it is? Like, let's make this an intuitive exercise. And, um, you know, I had so many replies and I was so proud of you guys that responded and took a chance, right, with putting it out there without getting into your head too much, just with going with your first gut. So many people were very, very, very close or exactly right. Um, and I had a few people say, oh my goodness, I, I got it. Like, I, I really need to start trusting myself because I thought I was wrong. That's completely normal, okay? Like, side note, like two days ago, uh, somebody had posted a uh, post on Instagram that had three tarot cards they were laid down face down. And the question was, which of these cards is the magician? Just like use your intuition. Let me know in the comments. And so my first, the first thing I felt, heard, sensed was three. It's three. It's three. But then my mind went, no, it's one. And so then I was like, um, is it one or is it three? And I am trying to practice what I preach, right? I teach everybody else. Your intuition is that first thing you hear, right? It's usually one and done. It's going to blurt out the answer. And then when you start doubting it, it's going to, you know, kind of go in the background a little bit very often. So I said, it's three. Even though my head voice was like, it's one, it's one, it's one, you're wrong, it's one. I said three and it was three. So that's just an example, right? And I heard that from a few people yesterday when they were guessing where my, I shouldn't say guessing, they were intuitively interpreting where my nose stud was. And a lot of people were like, I thought it was there. But then I, I kind of started doubting myself. So then I went with the second thing that came in. Go with the first thing that comes in, okay? So what does this all have to do with, like, why am I sharing this? I'm sharing this because... This led to um, me having to call um, the piercing studio to set up a time to get this put back in. And so she was like, okay, I've got an appointment at 1.30, come on down. So I went down and on the drive down to the piercing studio, I was thinking to myself, like I was kind of in a positive affirmation mindset yesterday, even when I was... When I hadn't yet found the nose stud, so long story short, I found it, okay? I found it when I went back up after I asked my intuition where it was and my husband was awake so I could turn on the lights and like give it a thorough look. 
before I went upstairs to look again, I was repeating in my mind, I am going to find this easily. It's going to be so easy to find it. it I'm going to turn on the lights. I'm going to pull back the comforter and it's going to be staring me in the face. I'm going to find this easily. So I was repeating that and sure enough, turn on the light, pull back the comforter. It's literally like just right there in my face. Like I don't even know how I missed it the first time, right? So I was in that mindset anyway. So as I'm, I'm driving to the appointment to get the nose said put back in, I was repeating to myself. I was almost kind of nervous. I'm like, this is going to get hurt. This is going to hurt because it had already started to grow back over, right? Because it's a fresh piercing. I'm like, this is going to hurt. So I was repeating in my mind, this is not going to hurt. It's going to be painless. And I am safe and I am held and I am supported and I am aligned. And I kept repeating it over and over again. And then I slept at a red light and on my right hand side, there was a parking lot and there was a red, get this, there was a red work van. How often do you see a red work van, right? Like white, gray, black, sure. It was red, like fire engine red. And it said on it, Fox construction. And it went, so I don't know if I've shared, a, I don't think I've, sh no, I haven't shared with you guys here on this podcast. I certainly have shared on Soul Rising podcast, our sister podcast that I co-host um, with Aaron. And I certainly have talked about it on my social media. But guys, this the a red fox, like look behind my head. Those of you guys on Instagram, see that? <laughs> um, that is like my totem, totem animal, okay? I have a whole podcast in the works for you in the future that's going to be kind of in depth about totem animals spirit animals we'll get to that in time but the red fox is mine and the thing that I've learned actually about totem animals through my studies is that a totem animal is not like one that you choose it chooses you so it's not like you going, what's my favorite animal? That's my spirit animal. No, it's, it's not necessarily that. It could be, it could like, you know, align that way. But your power animal, your totem animal chooses you. And I will kind of talk about that whole story in the future. But do you remember in episode two, when I talked about my family doctor asking me to kind of close my eyes and go back to the first memory that resurfaced and how that exercise had a forgotten suppressed memory to resurface and that that really spurred on a spiritual awakening. Um, it, it kind of opened me up in many, many, many ways it allowed me to see this wound of abandonment um, had followed me my whole life and, you know, within the ancestral line um, as well as in past lives. And so without going too, too into detail, because I want to share that story a little bit more in depth when I talk about the totem animal, that memory that resurfaced that had to do with me feeling discarded and abandoned is directly related to a place that was called the red fox. Is your arm hair standing up yet? 
and I'll tell like how the Red Fox came to me and when this all began and all of those things in this future episode. But long story short, the Red Fox is my totem animal and he shows up all of the time for me. Like, look, I even, I've got him here on my water bottle. Um, I The other day I had um, Red Fox earrings on. He's just so special. Anyways, Fox construction. So we've got Fox. And it didn't even dawn on me at first until I was driving home afterwards that the van was red, right? It's, it's never like a, a white fox. It's always a red fox. So the fact that the van was red and it said fox construction, I'm like, okay, right? So I'm sitting at the red light. I'm okay. I'm like, okay, thank you, universe. Thank you for showing me that I'm seen, supported, loved, and aligned. Can you give me one more? And so I get to the piercing studio. I go in. Um, I'm just kind of standing. I'm taking my boots off at the front door. And I look up. And like, so the reception desk is here and then there's like little, almost like, it almost looks like a saloon in there. It's really cool. It's a tattooing studio as well as piercing. And it's like, they have little cubicles of sorts. I think there's six, three on each side, but they're wooden and they're set up only, it reminds me of a saloon. I don't know why, but if you can picture that in your mind, almost like three separate cubicles of sorts, where it's like a little tattooing area. Um, one per tattooist, I believe. And so I'd been there before. I'd been there twice. I was there two weeks ago to get my nose pierced. And then two days after that, I took my daughter to get her ears pierced at the same place. So I had been there twice in the last couple of weeks. Um, you know, for like an hour each time. I looked around. I looked at the artwork. <laughs> the reason I'm sharing that with you is I'm taking my boots off yesterday at the front door. And I look up. And right like to the right of the reception desk, that first tattooing little cubicle, there's this massive, I mean massive picture. It's like a painting on the wall of a red fox. And I did a double take. Like I was taking my boots off and, it, and, the, and then I literally went, what? And I looked back up and I thought to myself, first of all, I laughed because it was like just this instinct to laugh, right? Like, oh my God, like, <laughs> thank you. Like that was quick. Um, but also I kind of was like, was this here last time? Like, how did I not notice that? Um, maybe it's new. And then I thought to myself, maybe I just wasn't meant to see it last time. Um, and that really kind of goes with this feeling of, you know, sometimes we just have our blinders on. We talked about it last episode where maybe expanding our consciousness and seeing signs and synchronicities, maybe part of it is it's, it's not that it's like new, it's just, you didn't see it before right? And all of a sudden you're more aware. So, um, anyways, it made me laugh and I, and I just felt so supported like right before I went back in. So yes, it did hurt to get this poked back through again, but not as, not like the first time. And, um, yeah, I just had this general like feeling of upliftment. I felt giddy. I felt, um, like really, really, really high vibe. It, it, it totally turned my whole day around. And so I share this because it was cool. It was a cool example, right? Like that's like instant kind of manifestation in a way, right? And I want to share that about signs and synchronicities. Like you can ask for signs and synchronicities. You can ask from them from a specific, say like loved one that you have in spirit. You have like with my dad, my dad, 
Um, the two with my dad that come through most often are dimes. I just found one two nights ago as I'm packing up. I don't know if you can see there's some, if you're watching on YouTube, there's some boxes of books behind us. We are in the process of um, decluttering because we are going to list our house up for sale very soon so that I can make, we can make the move back to my home province um, for good. That's a whole other episode. But I was kind of, you know, I, I cleaned out my bookshelf. I packed up everything that could be boxed. I kept out, you know, a basket full of books that I would like to refer to and or read um, over the next, you know, coming months so that we're still here and living here. And I moved my bookshelf and I was sweeping behind it. And there's nothing behind there but some dust bunnies and one dime. <laughs> so it's like amazing. But that's a very common one with my dad that was like the most common one I always received from my dad back in the early days I don't receive them as often like that first year after he passed and I was kind of discovering my abilities and and working with them and practicing those dimes were coming all the time I think that was purposeful is to get my attention and now that I believe and I work with the energy and I've learned so much and I know my dad's there I know that I just have to think of him and he's here. I think that's why I don't find them as often because I don't need them to believe. But I do find them here and there and it's usually coincide, coinciding with something special. So it might be a birthday, a holiday. It might be something, you know, like the other day where I am packing up things and feeling, you know, a little bittersweet about the whole process and him supporting me in that. Um, you know, like you're making the right decision, keep going, I'm happy about this decision. That is how I intuitively took that. But you can ask your loved ones in spirit for signs like that. The most important thing with signs is how you feel when you see it. So, you know that, like, um, that old Disney movie with, um, <laughs> I might be aging myself here with, like, Huey, Dewey, and Louie, and they, uh, they have this almost Groundhog Day experience with Christmas, where they're like, I wish every day was Christmas, and then they literally live over the same day over and over and over again until they realize, okay, you know, if we did this every day, it wouldn't be special anymore. I like to use that analogy when I talk about spirit signs. You could make anything a spirit sign, right? But if you really lean into the feeling that seeing or hearing, finding whatever whatever emotion, whatever feeling comes through, um, whatever that invokes when you do see that thing or hear that thing or find that thing, it's that that is most important. So it's kind of not something that you can force or that you can make up. Like you could be out and about and see something and go, okay, well, Amy always talks about dimes and I just found a dime. Is that my loved one? What do you intuitively feel about it? Do you get that kind of almost like energy rush? That light, because when I, when I experience something like this, when I experience finding a spirit sign uh, or like yesterday with the fox stuff, especially the second fox, because the first fox was random, right? Like it was, um, it wasn't something that I specifically asked for. I didn't say, Hey, show me a box. 
I just saw the red work van box construction. The second time I specifically said one more. And then to find it and to find it in a place that I didn't expect because I had been there before and I didn't notice it, that evoked a feeling of, oh my goodness, like I've asked and then I'm given. And it, it just makes me feel this almost like lightheadedness, excited, out of body kind of feeling for a moment. And so that's the kind of feeling that you want to come through. So diamonds might not be your thing. You might find a diamond and go, okay, I'm not feeling anything about this. And I don't know intuitively who this is about. But Amy always talks about dimes. So maybe it is blah, 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 blah. You won't need to force a spirit sign. When, when you find that thing, what comes through? What, where does your mind immediately go? Is it like, I knew it's my grandma. I know it's my grandma. It's not like you are forcing the connection. You're just aware of an already existing connection. Like you're not putting those two things together. It just is. And so it comes through as a knowing. But I share this because as you learn to expand your consciousness, and expanding your consciousness is simply beginning to listen to yourself, to trust your inner voice, to put those pieces together. That is how you expand your consciousness. There's this feeling of the more that you go within, I can tell you this from my own personal experience. So that's how I'll present this. My opinion, my personal experience. The more that I've gone within and trusted my own inner voice and knowing and acted upon it because I trust it wholeheartedly. There's no doubt anymore. Right? It could be something as silly like I talked about yesterday um, or I talked about earlier about the other day where somebody posted a card pull and they're like, which one is the magician? And my first gut instinct said three and then my mind said one and I said three anyways. It can be as simple as that. It's like, okay, you're listening and you're following through. You're trusting. Every time you do that, you nurture and, and create a relationship with your soul, with your spirit and with your higher self. And the more you do that, the more things happen. That's what expanding your consciousness is about. You want to expand your consciousness, you need to begin to listen to yourself. All the great like mystics and poets, you know, think about, um, you know, even like John, Len John Lennon, imagine, right? Think about that. He was just speaking about if we just thought everybody, if everybody was, if we thought of ourselves not as separate than everybody, if we thought that we, if we truly believed that we were all connected and one, the world would be a better place. And it would be. The reason the world is the way it is is because we have this illusion that everything and everyone is separate. And the strange and beautiful thing that happens when you begin to go within and you begin to trust your inner voice 
is as you go within, you might think, okay, like I'm going within, therefore I'm separating from out. But you're not. You're, when you go within, you're connecting to the idea of oneness. Because within is oneness. Which is a really strange and beautiful paradox. And so the more inner work you do, you know, the, the more that if you want to change the world, you change your relationship to self. And I don't say that to be corny or hokey. I promise you the ripple effect is real. The ripple effect is real. So I want to know about your signs and synchronicities. And I want to know if you have any wild stories. I want to know if what you think about totem animals. Like, what do you think about that? Do you have a totem animal? Do you feel intuitively that you do? I'm going to intuitively and spontaneously follow the nudge that I am hearing and feeling and sensing in this moment. And I'm going to pull a card for us to wrap up this episode um, as we're talking about totem animals and signs and synchronicities. I'm using the Spirit Animal Oracle by Colette Baron-Reed. I'm just giving a little on-air shuffle. Oh, we had one pop out. Um, now, if you're somebody that uses Oracle cards or tarot, you will know what I mean by a card that pops out. If you are not somebody that uses Oracle or Tarot, but you would really love to, this is your sign. <laughs> you should. But go towards that. Like Go in it with the knowledge that um, Oracle and Tarot are not meant to be kind of... Um, they're, they're not meant to be used as a crutch in the sense that... Um, you know, I'm going to ask the tarot what I should do and like think about that as your decision maker. How I would incur, what I would encourage you to do around this is to think about any divination tool, whether, whether it is oracle, tarot, pendulum, whatever it is, should be thought of as a tool, an, ex an external tool to validate your inner knowing. So I will sometimes use a oracle or tarot card to validate what I've already know. So I will have already made the decision. I will have already listened to my inner knowing. And there's a sense of I'm going to do this. I'm, I'm committing to my decision. Even if that card or that pendulum doesn't agree with me, I'm still going to do it. And then I, I pull the Oracle card and 99.9% .9 of the time it's validating exactly what I've already decided. It's meant to be that validator, that like extra little, yeah, like cheerleader, not the be all and end all. We can run into that problem as well with like a lot of my clients have come to me, um, you know, I've heard from many people that they like the way that I work and present myself, especially at the beginning of a reading and the things that I will say, because I don't want anybody to get dependent on me or any other psychic or medium 
because that then, you know, takes you away from you doing the work. Um, a medium, a psychic should help there, be there to guide you, but also to empower you to feel as if you have some tools and you have some, um, you know, you, you feel as if you can kind of move forward, right? Like a healer is meant to show you how, but not do it for you. So just be mindful of that with any divination tool, with any practitioner. If somebody's making you feel dependent on them, or if you just feel dependent on a certain someone or something, it's probably a good idea to check in and reconnect back to yourself. So with that, let's share the card that popped out. When a card pops out when you're shuffling, I take it as extra important it's like oh it's like it's got energy behind it. it's flying out of the deck right it really wants and needs to be heard and speaking of heard we've got the canary spirit sing your own song and i love this because it's so so aligned with the message of today and what we were just speaking about i'm going to read the guidebook message for you here Canary spirit arrives to help you find your authentic voice and express what is in your heart. Free yourself to experience your inner light and let it shine as canary spirit sings to remind you of your inherent joy and to support you as you sing your own song. Exactly what I'm talking about here. Now is the time to let the world know who you really are. Canary spirit's message is that you are free to be yourself and express your most cherished desires. The world wants to hear your song. If your inquiry is about a relationship, you're being called to, to fully be yourself for only then you will find true harmony and joy. You can make music with others so beautifully when your note rings true. How perfect was that for today? <laughs> Today's message, right? Like if you want to change the world, you got to change your relationship with self. You reconnect with self. Now, guys, I am just, this this podcast, I am so excited about this podcast. This podcast, I'm pulling the trigger on it and I'm doing the thing, following my soul's nudges, has totally lit a fire under me. I feel so much renewed inspiration. I've been taking notes constantly in the last couple of days of future podcast topics and things I want to talk about. There's no lack of like what I want to say and there's no feeling of being forced to talk about something. It's just flowing, which makes me feel so aligned. I want to share quickly about a book that I am reading. I'm only on page 23. I just started it today. But, you know, it kind of surfaced. I've had this book since 2020, early 2020. It might have even been the end of 2019. Um, I bought it because I, I don't know, it just called to me. I wanted to read it. Have you ever had a book call to you? Probably, right? But have you ever had an experience where you bought a book and then you kind of set it aside, looked at it every once in a while and just decided not yet. It's not time. It's not time. And then one day kind of felt it's time. Like this doesn't have to be just a book. It can be, I don't know, anything. Anything that you feel all of a sudden like, okay, now it's time for it. 
That's how I'm feeling about this book. So the book, well-known. Women Who Run With the Wolves. Myths and Stories of the Wild Woman Archetype. I literally was reading this this morning with my coffee, with my highlighter. So much highlighted in this. And there's tears falling down my face as I'm reading it. And I kept hearing... My, my inner voice was saying, it was, it's time. You are ready for this book. You're ready now for this book. And, you know, I am going to do an, an episode on this because I, I, I want to do it when I'm finished the book, obviously. But already I'm like, yes, I am ready for this book. And I just opened up to a page that said, stories are medicine. The remedy of for repair or reclamation of any lost psychic soul drive are connect are sorry are contained in stories. Stories engender the excitement, sadness, questions, longings, and understanding that spontaneously bring the archetype, in this case the wild woman, back to the surface. And how perfect is that? Because telling my story here is medicine for my soul. And I hope it's medicine for yours as we reclaim and remember who we always have been and rise together. <laughs> Perfect ending. I hope you guys are having an absolutely wonderful day wherever in the world you are listening, whatever time of day it is. I hope you feel grounded and centered and loved and supported. See you next time, risers. Bye. Thank you for joining me for another episode here of the Intuitive Rising podcast. If you would like to continue the chats and join the community, please join us over on Facebook and search for the Intuitive Rising community. All are welcome. If you enjoy this podcast, please consider giving it a five-star rating. If you'd like to connect with me directly, please visit my website at theintuitiverising.com.